I'm the greatest. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Rolling the dice and hitting the jackpot of saying farewell to LeBron by hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy and having a parade downtown here in Los Angeles is exactly what the Lakers are all about. Today's guests, senior writer for the Athletic Pittsburgh, Ed Bouchette, writer at the Fire Pit Collective, Alan Shipnock, CBS Sports college basketball analyst, Seth Davis, writer and producer, Michael Schur. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Thus... Me being here. Good to see you. Good to see everybody here on NBC Sports on Peacock. Good to have you listening to us, whether it's on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, Coast to Coast, or Coast to Coast on our Odyssey stream or Sirius XM Channel 85. We say hello to you. We say hello to anybody who's listening to us whenever the heck they darn please, because it's your right when you download a podcast on the Cumulus Podcast Network. By listening to the Rich Eisen Show, where all podcasts are acquired. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman. How are you, sir? Rich, what it do, baby? DJ Mikey D. Hey, Rich. Are you here for all three hours today? <laughs> yes, here for I all? actually had a fun game last night. I have Villanova-UConn. Okay. okay. And that game Not sure was what that has to do with uh, us. But. Amazing. Yeah. I just want to let you know. There you go. That's why I left the last hour. It's, I just want to let people know. Yeah, you know what, Mike? Right. I caught the end of it. It sounded great. Actually, I didn't. That, none of that's true. I didn't, I didn't catch any of it. I was happy it. for a second. Now I'm sad. Uh, good to see you, TJ Jefferson. How are you? Well, you said it's the Rich Eisen Show because you're here, but even on the days you're not here, we're still, yeah, still yeah. the Rich Eisen right. Show. Right. Very so, good. You know, yeah. yeah. And, and I'll, be, I'll be out of the chair for a few days uh, next week because I'll be and, at the NFL Scouting Conference. Yeah, I don't think her name's going to change. So No, and the show will go on. The show goes on, everybody. Um, the Scouting Combine next week means uh, certainly at this time – I guess what would you call it? So we are we there's a couple sports turkey holes, right? Every year, um, right, right around the uh, the baseball All Star break, yeah. uh, which could be, by the way, completely permanent this year. Um, <laughs> so okay, okay, I see what you did there, and and um, and then there's this kind of right now, you know, right now. Nice. Where the NBA, we haven't seen an NBA game played that counts in the standings since last Thursday. Yeah. And, you know, tonight's the final night of their All-Star break. Yeah. And uh, baseball, as I mentioned, we've got them uh, yeah. negotiating, the players and the owners negotiating. I told you I wouldn't, I wouldn't fill your time with any of this until it gets close, and it's not close. I've been through all this. The fact that baseball's owners have now, for I think a third time, said we want federal arbitration help, and the players are like, "No, why do we need to talk to somebody when we could talk directly to you?" Yeah, and then, and then, the and then, and then, and then, it, we're we're in that point in time of like, well, things are things are things are going in in a direction. Certainly, we appreciate that proposal to well, that that's a step back. We're 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 in step back mode days, and and it's just like, at what time do you all have in your mind where it strikes? Me? Midnight, because we'll get to that. So I'd love to get to that fast, but it doesn't seem like we're there. February twenty eighth is the deadline where the season can still start on time. Okay, in theory. there we go. So that's next Tuesday. That's next Tuesday. We'll see. So that's where we are with with baseball. Uh, college basketball uh, hits tonight quite a bit. Uh, certainly with my alma mater putting Phil Martelli, the longtime St. Joe's coach, out there as uh, it's game one of the five-game rest of the regular season suspension for uh, Juwan Howard, my, my basketball coach at the University of Michigan. 
And they take on Rutgers tonight. There you go, DJ Mikey D. Nice. Rutgers with a big game tonight. So um, that's something that uh, I think a lot of people will be paying attention to. Seth Davis uh, of CBS and uh, Turner Sports, because he appears on that during the NCAA tournament. He will be joining us top of hour number three to talk about all of it. So while we're here at this point in time, you know what's heating up? I'll tell you what's heating up. Quarterback carousels beginning yeah, to heat up because yeah, yeah. wherever these people are right now, they're talking and they're thinking, like, what's the move going to be? Next week at the combine is when all of the decision makers will be in front of a microphone talking about exactly what they don't want to be talking about because there's so many moves that need to be made under the radar until somebody declares, and that's somebody's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers declares that he's gone from Green Bay. Look out. Look out. If Aaron Rodgers says he's staying in Green Bay, well, then there's a lot of plan Bs being taken out of drawers across NFL front offices. So the red sweater is plan B. That is uh, (laughs) Ken Bone from back in the day. (laughs) Ken Bone, I don't think he's a starting quarterback. No. The Ken Wishbone offense. So... uh, (laughs) Thanks, Mike. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on getting Ken Bone thrown at me. But anyway, long story short is um, there's a lot afoot behind the scenes right now. And I try to make you smarter, and I try to make you understand what may be coming. And last week, I threw out for you four different categories for teams, or in the well, five, I guess, in the, uh, in the quarterback carousel. No way, they don't need one. They're sticking and holding and hoping for their plan. They might be in the market. And then there's the the Green Bay Packers because they're the linchpin of everything. And then the other category is absolutely are these teams in the quarterback market. Absolutely. And I, I identified six teams. Okay, six teams. The Washington Commanders have confirmed it. They're, they are going deep yeah. and they're taking a big swing. And... And Ron Rivera was here on the show uh, on the Friday of Super Bowl week and basically said, we don't know if the guy who's our starter in 2022 is currently on the roster. The Denver Broncos absolutely are going to be in the market. That's the first team that's paying attention to what Aaron Rodgers is thinking. The Carolina Panthers have got Sam Darnold. And, you know, there's, there's Cam Newton still technically uh, on their radar screen. Technically, I don't know. Even though Sam is under contract, you got the Saints as well. Jameis is a free agent. I think they're going to be making a big swing. And then there's two other ones that I identified. The Pittsburgh Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger and now Tampa Bay without Tom Brady. And now it's time for the horses to either be run or held. Old. Rick Stroud, who we love here on this program, covers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the Tampa Bay Times. He put out this gem yesterday. Are you sitting down is the headline. Blaine Gabbert may be the quarterback the Bucs need. I was the 32-year-old veteran knows Bruce Arian's system, has size and pedigree, and taught Tom Brady the offense. He is behind door number one. Guys have started games since 2018. But that doesn't mean the Bucs won't consider him as their number one quarterback come the fall. 
And I'm reading headlines and I'm reading captions of photographs, which reporters despise because they don't write those. But that's essentially the gist of everything is that right now, this is the right now. This is, the, this is what you hear from right now. And this is what he hears from the Buccaneers. Right now, he's our number one quarterback. If Tom Brady says, I want to come back and play, guess who's not the number one quarterback? That guy. <laughs> if uh, Aaron Rodgers makes himself available and says, I want to go to Tampa, and he wants to force a trade there, and Green Bay and him start knocking heads, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just sit back and just say, you figure it out, we're going with Blaine Gabbard. Or guess what? You all figure it out, we're going with Blaine Gabbard. You know who's the I don't think is going to be the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2022? Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> With all due respect. Uh, I, I, I have nothing but respect. Blaine Gabbert, could he be the, um, how, do we, how do we want to put it? Could he be, you can't even put him in the category of Matthew Stafford having been around forever because he doesn't have the 50,000 yard. No. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to come up with a, hey, he's got a new spot, a new new place. And he has totally, been around forever. He has been around forever. That's about all you can say. But he doesn't have, any, he doesn't have anything uh, on the resume. Okay? And so 13 I, and 35. Like, who's got, would it be Brad Johnson? You know what I'm saying? Like, could he be... I, I, Dilfer? Rich Johnson? Gannon? Well, Gannon right? was MVP. Well, yeah. what I'm saying right is to become career. that. Yeah, yeah. To become that. Huh. That's a good. I'm. There's really. You know what I'm saying? Like that's interesting. And it would be a tough sell to the fan base. <laughs> hey, TB12 is gone. First one out of the box. Well, you could sell the next Brad Johnson to Bucks fans, right? You. Could, that's the one place you could sell someone. Who's the, the next Dexter Johnson? <laughs> Blaine Gabbert has 50 career touchdowns. Brady had 50 last year. In playoffs and in regular season combined. I will say this. About six years ago, Blaine Gabbert to Cecil Shorts, and I don't remember this because I tweeted it, I once said this is the new Stafford to Johnson. So <laughs> so he, those two had a, a decent season in like 13 or 14. So. But the, that's, and this, is the language, this is the language you're going to hear from decision makers. It's right now. We're dealing with the right now, right? Because you can't talk about anybody else even though you're talking about all those people indoors you can't talk about them outdoors because that's tampering new league year hasn't begun yet who the hell knows who's going to come up in the draft nobody knows nobody knows who's going to come up on your radar screen for the draft so you're going to be talking about the right now stuff because that's all we can talk about is the right now and right now the guy on the roster who would be starting a game if the tampa bay buccaneers had a game sunday it's blaine gabbard okay you got one of the guys who helped Brady out of the boat and into a courtesy car to go sleep off something. And then you've got the Steelers, whose outgoing general manager in Kevin Colbert actually held a press conference yesterday. Monday, pardon me, on Monday. And he um, he's talking about Mason Rudolph's record. Saying that if we started a season today, Mason would be our starter. He's 5-4-1 as a starter. We're excited to see what's next for Mason. Says Kevin Colbert, who, by the way, in the same press conference, talked about how they were 9-7-1 and and that's not good enough. Well, it's better than 5-4-1. and And I'm sure Steeler fans are sitting here thinking, oh my God, is this guy going to really leave his seat and leave his position? Is he going to say farewell to Steelers Nation after serving it meritoriously 
for as long as Kevin Colbert has, is he really going to leave the Steelers in a situation where Mason Rudolph is the starting quarterback in 2022 and talking up his 5-4-1 record as a starter, as a backup, and they're excited to see what happens with him at full control of this offense with every snap. Is that entirely possible? Rudolph at full control? Is that entirely possible for Pittsburgh? Right now, I think Steelers fans are freaking out over that notion. Big time. Because you're in a division with Lamar. You're in a division with Burrow. You're in a division with Baker. And I know Baker had a dreadful step back season. But Baker Mayfield, Steeler fans would take Mayfield over Rudolph right now. Ten times out of ten. I think we've seen enough of Mason Rudolph. You've seen enough of Mason Rudolph to know this isn't the guy that the Steelers can send into battle with Lamar Jackson twice a year and think that they have a chance at winning the division. I'm only shooting you straight, folks. Pew, pew. And that's why everybody there in Pittsburgh, I know my friends are sitting there thinking, what about Rodgers? They were thinking, but what about Rodgers during the regular season? Uh, when when Rodgers and, and him Tomlin shared a little wave. Gotta make an eyes. Little, little, little head nod. <laughs> They're sitting there thinking, why not Russell Wilson? They're sitting there thinking, why not Kyler Murray? If Kyler is not happy in Arizona, do you want to come? Let me tell you where he wouldn't be happy then. Where? Pittsburgh. Why? I, I don't know. I just feel like. Why not? I, I feel like Pittsburgh fans, I don't know. Kyler Murray pulls this like diva type stuff there. Like Pittsburgh fans ain't having no, it. No, I, I so. would agree with you, but the diva stuff that he pulls in Arizona is just removing his Instagram account of photographs of the of his team. And then the bad body language that's now been yeah, so, that's been uh, thrown in his way, unnamed through a, a Chris Mortensen tweet. So magnify that by a billion no, I by get Steelers. It. What about what about yeah. him in a two man game at the mesh point with Najee Harris? Ooh, okay, okay. What about that two man mesh point game with him and Najee Harris, and he's now keeping it on the edge and looking for Deontay Johnson? Okay, okay. What about this now? leading to Kyler Murray running it in the end zone. What about, and I think, I, I think there are some Steeler fans who have a little bit of nostalgia for Slash, right? Yeah, probably a few. It was, you know, it, it didn't give you the Big Ben years, it was the a, Slash years. It was a movement. But yeah. it was a movement for yeah. a while, you know. He was next on the ESPN, the magazine he cover. A, him and okay, and the initial, the initial, uh, the inaugural issue yep. with Kobe, Lindros, and A-Rod. It was Cordell. I don't know, brother. I'm sitting there thinking Steeler fans are wondering who's next. Not these guys, but what you're hearing now is the for now conversation because they can't say anybody else and they can't tip their hand because if the hands don't go their way, these are your options. You got to go with the guys that you currently have right now and if if nothing materializes, Rogers stays and you know, Russ stays and Kyler stays and Jimmy G goes elsewhere, because he's going elsewhere. Yeah. These are your guys. Unless you draft somebody 
And I don't know who's available in the draft that's going to make somebody there who's a head coach trying to win games in the NFL. Now. Now, right, to go with the rookie over these vets. So heads up, fan bases in Tampa and Pittsburgh. This could be coming. But I think big swings are coming too. Ed Bouchette, who's been covering this team forever and a day uh, in Pittsburgh, he's joining us. I, I can't wait to talk about all of this with him. And also, Brian Flores is now on the staff there, as you know. He was on Real Sports last night. Another, another bashing of the heads and then accusations thrown and then denied between Flores and the Dolphins where he said that the Dolphins try to make him sign a non-disclosure agreement before getting fired. And he said no, even though it cost him millions in saying no because he wanted to talk about everything before going. And an NDA being tossed in the direction of a head coach being fired is something I haven't heard too much about and certainly is something that would lend credence to the idea of an owner who doesn't want a coach talking about a $100,000 per loss offer that was thrown in his first of the three years he was with the team. And then the Dolphins come out and say, yeah, that didn't happen. That's false and defamatory. Hearing those words again, that's a lawyer saying, be careful, because we have a lot of lawyers on staff, and I've got billions to spend on it. Be careful, false and defamatory. And then Flores' lawyers put out on Twitter and Instagram the actual document. And now this is what the Steelers have on their staff, and Flores is on Real Sports, still doing his you know, public appearances about all this, which is absolutely his right. And this is what the Steelers have now brought on. And as I said yesterday, good for them. Good for them because the Rooney rule was named after Mr. Rooney. May he rest in peace. And Flores said Mike Tomlin, he reached out to Tomlin last week to get some advice on what next steps to do. And I guess the steps led to Tomlin saying, how about your next step joining our staff? And then the next day, next night, he accepted an offer to be a senior defensive assistant and linebackers coach. And I tell you, Devin Bush is going to get coached up. He's going to get coached up. But this is now all on uh, the plate of the Steelers, and I would love to have that GoPro, man. Hmm. I'd love to have that GoPro. Put it, on, put it on like the lapel, right? If you could put a camera on the lapel of Art Rooney when he sees Stephen Ross at the next owner's meeting. Because this is just getting uglier. And the, accus- I mean, the accusations of, he gave me $100,000. You offered me six figures to lose games per game. And then at the end, oh, by the way, he asked me to sign a non-disclosure agreement that cost me millions for not signing. And this, the Dolphins saying, none of that's true. Wow. So that's what's going on in Pittsburgh. Ed Bouchette is coming up next. Uh, oh, yeah, Phil Mickelson stepped away from golf yesterday. And the uh, quote that led to the firestorm that led to Phil stepping away from golf, talking about how 
terrible the Saudis are, but he's willing to go into business with them because he wants to strong arm the PGA Tour. Um, the writer who <clears throat> Phil in his statement said took that off the record and out of context, Alan Shipnuck is going to be joining us at the top of hour two. Also on this program, Seth Davis to talk about college basketball and the author of this book, How to Be Perfect, the fantastically funny and talented and the fertile mind of Michael Schur, who um, Michael Schur is the co-creator or creator of the following programs. Uh, Parks and Recreation, The Good Place, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just to name you a few. And he wrote for Saturday Night Live and The Office back in the day. And this man is funny and he's got great stories. And he's a diehard mass hole sports fan, Christopher. You're going to get, get some good uh, some good help here. And he also loves the University of Michigan. So there's so much to talk about here on this program. It's going to be a love fest in here. Well, it's going to be lots of fun and funny conversation. In hour three, he's joining us in studio. So let's take a break and be back with Ed Bouchette in just a matter of moments here on The Rich Eisen Show. Before we bolt, Callaway Chrome Soft, the family of golf balls, tee one up and let it fly and watch it go and watch it spin and you can shape it and you can understand how forgiving it can possibly be because there's a golf ball and the Chrome Soft family for you. I use the regular Chrome Soft designed for the widest range of golfers who want that better feel, more distance, incredible forgiveness. If you're looking for more workability, there's the Chrome Soft X. Excellent spin consistency and tour-level short game control with that pellet. Chrome Soft XLS gives you a lower spin golf ball and longer shots, firmer feel, but still with high spin around the greens. When you add it all up, it's really simple. Chrome Soft is better for the best, and it's better for everyone. Find out which Chrome Soft is right for you at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. We're back with Ed Bouchette of the Athletic in Pittsburgh, the Steelers insider, coming up next. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Well, all right, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show, back here on our terrestrial radio uh, outfit. Definitely wanted to talk to this man because I got the Steelers on on the brain. Um, they're going to be a fascinating team over the next several weeks, certainly in the uh, final throes of the Kevin Colbert administration of shopping for the groceries for Mike Tomlin and the Rooney family and from the a man who's been covering this team forever and a day, now from the Athletic uh, covering the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ed Bouchette back on the program. How you doing, Ed? I'm great, Rich. Thanks for having me. You got it. Thanks for taking the call. So what what do you make of Kevin Colbert talking up um, Mason Rudolph's 5-4-1 record and how that's as a backup and looking forward to seeing what's next for him? What did you make of that, Ed? Not a whole lot, Rich. I mean, he's the only quarterback they have under contract right now. And in Kevin's words, if we started the season right now, he'd be our quarterback. Well, he'd be their only quarterback. That doesn't mean he won't be. Um, you know, they have Dwayne Haskins. They're going to tender as a restricted free agent, and then they'll have a couple others. Where those others come from is the big question. You know, whether it's going to be a veteran and free agency, maybe some kind of small trade for a, a veteran uh, and or a draft pick. Uh, those are the looming questions. What about the um, idea of the big swing, the big, big swing? Um, in case Rodgers does want out of Green Bay, in case there is some smoke in Seattle, who knows about Kyler Murray's Instagram page? I mean, what about the big swing going out the door for Kevin Colbert? What about that one? No. Um, I, I'm pretty emphatic on that. I mean, it doesn't mean it won't happen, but I don't I don't see it. They have more needs than, uh, than that, Rich. I'm Aaron Rodgers coming in here is not going to make them a Super Bowl contender, and that's what they always want to be. They're not going to be one either way this year. They have too many other things. They don't have an offensive line, not a very good one right now. Their defense, uh, there's a lot of questions involved there. They have some really good top-notch guys, but not enough of them. And uh, even at wide receiver, they're not, not very good. So they have a lot of holes, and uh, filling it with a great quarterback, an aging quarterback, and I hate to use aging with Aaron, but that's what he is, um, is not going to help them. What What about Deshaun Watson? What do you think that, that possibility there might be? They're not going to touch him, Rich. They wouldn't touch him if he was a free agent and came free. E- even if he has settled everything? Well, settling it and whether it was true or not are two different things, right? I, I just don't see that happening. I mean, it's not. It's, we shouldn't even be talking about it because there's no chance. <laughs> that's, that's how much of a no chance it would be. Wow. So what did you then make of Tomlin talking about at some point? I forget when it, when it was. I think it might have been his uh, press conference heading out of the uh, season uh, after the loss in Kansas City about – uh, mobility at quarterback and the value of that. Um, yeah, there, what about there's that? Different kinds of mobilities, which um, there's Lamar Jackson mobility, and there is Ben Roethlisberger mobility. 
You wouldn't call Ben a running quarterback, but he certainly could move around in his prime. Uh, take off once in a while when necessary, but he was more able to elude pass rushers. And I think that's more what Mike Tomlin meant is something along those lines rather than, you know, uh, just getting this uh, quarterback who's going to run for 800 yards for you every year. Ed Bouchette of the Athletic Pittsburgh here on the Rich Eisen Show. What about the draft? What are you hearing about a quarterback in the draft? The kid from Liberty uh, appears every now and then on a mock draft for the Steelers to take. Do you think that's entirely possible, Ed Bouchette? I would say anything's possible, but I don't see them drafting that guy in the first round. I think if Kenny Pickett were available to them, they drafted number 20, that might be a case. But other than that, I don't see them going in the first round for a quarterback. And I, I think they'll either muddle along this year with, uh, with Mason Rudolph and or Haskins and or a, a someone else as a veteran. And then getting a quarterback next year, or uh, you know, just um, hmm. I don't think I don't think they're going to get Kenny Pickett. I don't that, that's the guy I think they would want. So there's no sense at all of trying to make a big splash, a flashy play at quarterback. I know that that is against type, if you will, but you know, after having Roethlisberger for as long as they had him, and just going and and because this division. Ed, I don't need to remind you, but uh, you know, I'll just throw it out. I mean, there's Lamar twice a year and Burrow. You see what Burrow has turned into. I mean, and and depending on how Baker shakes out in his fifth year in Cleveland, the Steelers could easily be dead last on the quarterback race within this division in 2022. And and I don't know how that would sit with Steeler fans. You obviously would know better, so I'll just throw that out at you without a question. For a yeah, response. but one like I said, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to change things. I mean, they may have a a great quarterback, but it's not going to change their standing in the division. I don't think. Plus, what do you have to give up to get him? He's not a free agent. You know, they they do have a lot of salary, more salary cap room than they're used to, but they need to use that in their offensive line, or defensive line, or inside linebackers, or secondary, their wide receivers. It's just too much. I just don't see it, Rich. Hmm. Ed Bouchette, the Athletic Pittsburgh, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, what's um, you know Brian Flores was on um, Real Sports last night and basically said he called up Tomlin for advice and wound up getting a job offer within 24 hours. Um, so where do you think uh, that came from, Ed? Right where it came from. I mean, he probably did ask him. Uh, well, I assume he did ask him for, you know, that kind of help and assistance and, you know, um, and Mike said, hey, you know, we need a linebackers coach and how about coming here? And they they did a deal and, you know, he's got the title of senior assistant defensive coach, whatever that means also. But uh, it's a good landing spot, I think, for him. I think... Uh, other than maybe getting a head coaching job, it didn't seem that was going to happen, or maybe a defensive coordinator's job somewhere. I didn't see any offers there, so it's a good spot for him. They have a a good, uh, you know, Terrell Austin is their coordinator. He's certainly experienced and has been a coordinator in the league and head coaching candidate, and it's a good it's a good place. I mean, 
he can polish up some things and try again maybe next year to get a head coaching job. And then obviously, you know, uh, with um, Art Rooney wanting to um, continue the legacy of his dad with the Rooney rule, um, bringing on Brian Flores amidst uh, this lawsuit um, and being the owner to show that he will not be blackballed entirely out of the league because of it, um, how much of that played into uh, greenlighting whatever Tomlin had in his mind for Flores? Rich, knowing Art and knowing them, I, I would think nothing. I mean, I think it, it happened the way Mike said it happened. That, uh, and I, I don't know that anybody went beyond that and, and, and into those kinds of thoughts. And I know those those are things everybody's thinking about. You right. know, uh, hey, the Steelers, bravo for them, but... I think they could saw an opportunity to get a good coach, and um, it it it's been well accepted here. Well, what about? I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, this can't just be viewed in a vacuum, though, Ed. I mean, my gosh, this is another a, a, a coach being brought on who's accusing another member of the NFL of all forms of violations of sportsmanship gamesmanship um and and now uh an nda being asked to be signed on top of it you know one member hiring that coach would definitely know that he's putting himself into uh at the very least an awkward position at the next owners meeting right like that 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 never got crossed the mind you don't think ed rich i i think art rooney is secure enough in you know in his own way that he didn't have to care about any of that stuff, really. I know his dad wouldn't have. Um, and Art's, you know, Art's in his sixties and has been the team president for enough time here. And uh, I, I just don't, I really don't think he thought twice of that. And it happened rather quickly. So I, I don't think there was a lot of thought. You know, how is this going to affect us politically and this, that, and the other thing? I just think. They said he's a good coach. Let's go. So, what is the game plan? Do you think here uh, for the next couple of years, based on what you've been telling me, Ed, is that they're not going to take a big swing at quarterback because either it's not in their um, in their DNA, or it doesn't make sense with the roster as it currently stands to go ahead and do something like that. And um, so, are they rebuilding? Is this a rebuilding football team? In your estimation, they, right now they don't like that word. <laughs> no, I know, but <laughs> but, but Ed, I, I got to be honest with you. For a fan base that hears Mason Rudolph might be their guy after all, uh, everything uh, said and done, and the Bengals just made the Super Bowl, and a big swing isn't either in the offing because there are no draft choices for it, or the roster isn't ready for it, and other teams are going to be really aggressive, like Washington, like maybe Tampa, and. And the Steelers would not be on that front, especially since, let me just finish my windup, um, you know, the Ravens' um, longstanding general manager and Ozzie Newsom less, left them the gift of Lamar Jackson going out the door. Uh, what else would you call it other than rebuilding? You know, Except Ozzie came back, he's still there. Um, you know, I, again, Rich, I don't see them taking the big swing. I could see them taking... A check swing, okay, if you will. <laughs> uh, you know, who's that? Like Jimmy G? Double. Like Jimmy G? Like that's it? That's the check swing? Would that be you it? No, I'm talking Minshew, um, some of those free agent guys mm-hmm. who are 
around um, something like that to bring in, not to anoint as their starter, but to compete. Right. I can I can very much see that. Um, but they're not going to go for Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. I, I just don't see it. I mean, I keep telling people to – I just saw the odds the other day. Steelers are third in line. Odds to get Aaron Rodgers, 550 to – you know, 550, which means you'd have to – Bet a hundred to win five fifty. I I tell them to go the other way. Bet the five fifty to win a hundred because it ain't going to happen. <laughs> You're on that don't pass line. You're on the don't pass line on that one. Yeah, end? You got it. Pretty much. Yeah. What What about Jameis? What about him? Is an idea. What do you think about yeah, him? Well, he's a free agent, so right. I, I could obviously I could see that. You know, I mean, they're not going to give up a lot of capital bringing up big name quarterback. But if Jameis, you know, and depending on the deal and. Everything else, I mean, maybe there's some incentives they could add to that, but Jameis might also be uh, – other teams might be competing for him too. Um, But I could definitely see someone like that coming in. Ed Bouchette, thanks for the time. Um, uh, I'd love to to reconnect with you uh, post-combine leading up to the draft to see what's uh, going on with the Steelers. Thanks for the call. Anytime. Appreciate that. That's Ed Bouchette. Read him in The Athletic. I do. You should as well. Right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Some interesting names in the free agent market, market Rich. We talked about Jameis and, and some of the other guys. Mitchell Trubisky is supposed to be uh, kind of have a hot free agent let me market. Tell you, let me tell you who Steelers fans won't be happy with. Marcus, Mitchell Trubisky. Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. They won't be happy with Gardner Minshew either. Tyrod Taylor, Gardner Minshew. Joe Burrow's coming to town. Lamar Jackson's coming to town. And I, 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 I just... I shouldn't be surprised by this. Teddy Two Gloves? I shouldn't be surprised by any of what Ed Bouchette just said. I'm telling you, I've done, what is this, my, is this my 20, this is my 18th draft. That's what it is, coming up for NFL Network. Because we didn't cover it uh, gavel to gavel the first year. And the second year, uh, we we covered only, we. Was the first year the Rodgers year for you? Well, the first year we didn't do, we didn't do a darn thing. First year was 2004. Right. So that was Big Ben and everybody. Eli, and we, yeah. we, we, we kind of came on total access. And we, 2005, we did gavel-ish to gavel-ish coverage yeah. um, uh, from the L.A. studio. And I remember we, we kind of went off the air in the compensatory picks after the first day of the draft, which was the Saturday. And we were off the air getting ready to just close up shop. And that's when uh, Denver chose with one of their um, – compensatory picks Maurice Claret right and we did the old turn the machines back on uh <laughs> trading places moment right there I was one of the Duke brothers turning the machines <laughs> back on and we did that and then the next year we started covering uh gavel to gavel at the site at any rate I've covered a lot of these and I have in my possession 32 cards okay one for each team NFL research knows this is exactly how I like to handle it and on that on that uh, card is every draft choice that the team has coming in. And some teams only have four draft choices because they've traded a bunch away, like, say, the Rams. And some of them have 10, 11 draft choices because they've acquired a bunch of them. And then there's a bunch of trades that get made during the draft. And my, my card looks like, as I cross out the ones that are traded and then write in the ones that are added, it looks like a... Um, a scorecard in a 13-inning baseball game. 
And then there's one where there's just seven draft choices on it, and they're all drafted by the team, and there are no marks on that card because they don't trade them, they don't acquire them. And that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have seven, and they use them all, and that's it. More often than not. So they look around. They're like, we got a ton of cap space. We got draft choices to trade. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it make the big splash. Maybe they will. But Ed Bouchette knows this team. Yeah, he and he knows convinced. he's been around. And he knows yeah. I mean, his answer about, hey, did Art Rooney think of his dad's legacy when he greenlit hiring uh, Brian Flores or think about what this might mean when he sees Stephen Ross next? And he's like, no. Yeah, that was pretty funny. He's been kind of, he's been around. He's kind of, he's, he's been there. He's secure he's with good. his spot. He's secure in his spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. So then he's not going anywhere. He doesn't, he doesn't he, whatever. It's all good. He's so seen kind, him come. He's seen him go. Kind of makes you wonder how the other owners, because you brought that up earlier. Yeah. Kind of makes you feel like there's got to be others who are thinking the same way. Like, I don't know. Or they're all like, yeah, that's, that's art. I Look, brother, all I'm saying is um, anybody thinking the Steelers are making a big splash. Like we were talking about Kyler Murray yesterday. Mm-hmm. Should I send that uh, video to Ed just to laugh at? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ed. <laughs> Need a chuckle? Ed wasn't was was trying to hear the BS. <laughs> well, it's not BS. I mean, it's 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 out there, and it's possible. It's the Steelers can take this swing if they want it. Yeah, but statistically speaking, and you know who would love it? The fans would love it. Love it. Love it. Do you think they want Mason Rudolph coming there and 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 let's see how he does with a I can seventeen you the game that is season. No. They want to see what Gardner Minshew looks like in, in black and gold and give him a shot in a 17-game season? He'd be fun, at least. I know he would be, but... Or do you think they want to take a big swing and say, F them picks yeah, and go get us somebody and pay Kyler Murray and pay this guy or pay that guy? Aaron Rodgers wants to come. Who are we to deny him? That's the way I think Steelers fans are thinking right now. But the Steelers behind the closed doors are like, yeah, Mason's our only guy right now, and we're excited to see what's next for him. <laughs> yeah. So is Dwayne Haskins not under contract? Did I miss this? No, they're going to a tender. He's a free okay. agent, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll bring him in. Yeah, he's a free agent. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I'd love to hear from Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Yeah. I know a few. Yeah, we'll do, set up our want? next guest yeah. when we come back. Phil Mickelson is not going to be in the Masters as of right now because he's taking a step away from golf. There's still time between now and the dogwood and the azaleas, but who knows? That's coming up next. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Man, uh, you want to talk about a fast fall from grace. One Phil Mickelson is that. I mean, the guy wins the PGA championship, right? He wins it, and he is, you know, all Mr. Pointing and thumbs and guns and everything like that at everybody with the shades, and and we're loving the way he's playing, and he's bombing it, you know, 50-year-old man bombing it. And this is also right at the outset of people kind of getting sick and tired of the pandemic and let's go outdoors and let's all just, it was the first time we saw a bunch of gallery members, like a huge gallery behind him. Remember that? He was coming through the gallery. Remember Brooks Kepko was coming off on an in- injury. Yeah. is just like, can, can, can I walk through this, please? <laughs> it was, he was the man of the people, Phil Mickelson. And yet another brilliant performance by him on the microphone with him and Brady and Rogers and DeChambeau in that remarkable made-for-TV event up in Big Sky Country in Montana over the summer. And then I had begun, I was hearing rumblings about this, really still don't understand what, what his problem with the PGA Tour is about rights and the ability to use your own video or what have you and not being able to monetize it. And I'm thinking to myself, how much money does this guy need, right? How many yachts does he can you water ski behind? But okay, I mean, he's trying to fight whatever fight he feels is necessary for his rights, which as we all talk about here in this country is your right. And um, I almost went, what, full Beastie Boys there, right? You got to fight for your right? <laughs> right, right. So, so and then he, he, then comes this quote from a new book written by Alan Shipnuck, who's been covering golf for decades about this new Saudi Arabia league that they're that that I guess what Greg Norman is behind and has enlisted yeah. Phil Mickelson to try and get a bunch of PGA tour players to leave the PGA tour and go on this tour that's backed by the Saudi Arabian government and um the quote from him according to Shipnuck, said that he agreed that hitching his fortunes to Saudi Arabia, quoting here from the book, admitting that this league was nothing more than what he called quote-unquote sports washing by a brutally repressive regime. The quote is, they're scary to get involved with. We know they killed Khashoggi, who is the Washington Post reporter and U.S. resident that walked into the Saudi... um, embassy in turkey and then never was seen again and he said we know we killed Khashoggi and have a horrible record on human rights they execute people over there for being gay knowing all of this why would i even consider it because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to reshape how the pga tour operates calling them manipulative coercive strong-arm tactics and i should say that whatever the pga tour is if they are that it's not even in the same realm of what he was mentioning about the saudi government yeah exactly and and, and, to, and it's kind of like, what are you talking about, Phil? Like trying to leverage the the Saudi government. To it's the, what uh, are you talking confusing. about? So he puts out a statement yesterday, apologizing for the comments, calling them off the record comments, right. and um, 
and saying he's stepping away from golf. KPMG, a uh, sponsor, Long-time sponsor, said that they're done. Um, Heineken said a relationship with them is now done. And who knows when we're going to see Phil Mickelson next?